I'm Sean Wadden. And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, Black Hipster, Hipster, where we talk about Black pop culture, gay pop culture, Black gay pop culture, and sometimes other, other shit. shit. Hello, Today. Today. <laughs> Black gay pop culture. I was like, what is today? What is today? It's the day we get really, really gay. Really? Well, we don't get gay, but we get into gay things. Yes, yes, exactly. And exactly. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, only because, too, we were a little late, and it was because we had our travel travel while COVID episode yes. last week, and we did not get to talk about the BET um, Hip Hop Awards and yes. Kid Ken take it over the stage. Yes. Um, so we don't history. get into that today. Mm-hmm. Um, before we do that, though, how are you, my dear? I'm well, darling. I, I'm well. And it's, <laughs> I, I, I had an interesting... Well, it's on Saturday. I was like, I had an interesting weekend, but I haven't. No. It's it just started. Yes. We had yes. dinner with friends yesterday. Um, so that was fun. Was it a Shabbat dinner? It was a Shabbat dinner. Look at yes. you. So they said... Um, Did you like candles and say I prayer? didn't like candles. They said... Well, only one person said prayers. And I still... No, I shouldn't know. I guess I can no more. Like, as I do it. But, you know, knowing you for all these years and then now with Josh, um, I picked up a few things. But for the most part, there's a lot you of stuff. You know nothing about it. Yeah, like they're doing <laughs> the prayers. And then he did his prayers really quickly. And I'm thinking we're all going to do prayers. It's not a high holiday, I guess. No, it's just Shabbat. Like, yeah, it's just Shabbat. I so. mean, not to say just Shabbat. Because actually, Shabbat trumps everything. Yes, yes. It I is do. the highest. It of, is it the, the holiest of the days. Yeah, it, it was... Um, yeah, it was nice to have dinner. So Josh definitely wants to incorporate some of that into our lives more. You know, mm-hmm. having Shabbat dinner. And then we'll do it with his family on the special holidays. But, yeah, it, it is it, it's, it, it's nice. I don't mind it. I mean, you get to eat. And I love bread. So. Well, yeah. Was there challah? There was challah. Yeah. <laughs> there was. Um, brisket. No brisket. No brisket. But there was, uh, there was challah. Do you, don't, do you have? You don't always have to have brisket have and challah. And oh, honestly, yeah. like. You could serve a lasagna for Shabbat dinner if you so choose. Like, oh, that's good. Yes, you can get the food catered from the Olive Garden. Now, granted, that's not kosher, but hey, what kind of Jew are you? You know, it just really just depends on what kind of Jew you are. That is very true. So, that is very true. How, yeah. was your, how was your weekend? Have you observed Shabbat every week? Every week. <laughs> every week. Except we're recording here on Saturday, so that's a little right. sacrilege, but yes, yes. Eh, I'm not perfect. <laughs> but we don't need to go into all of that, so... <laughs> we need to find a place speaking. You'll tell me how you are, and then I have to ask. I think I feel like I need to go on the search for some of the best Harlem in the city. Oh. You know, I've kind of... Not to say I've outgrown it. Mm-hmm. You in the mood for something, you in the mood for something, but I don't eat it as much as I used to. Like, when we were in college, they used to get it from that Cheryl Ann's of Brookline. And that it was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would just eat loaves and loaves of it. But I was also like 20 and weight like 115 pounds mm-hmm. so it was a very different very different thing. time very different thing um i would not do that now um but yeah i don't i think also too just i don't eat as much bread mm-hmm. at all okay. so i wouldn't even buy one because mm-hmm. it would end up just going bad or being in my fridge for like eight months that's true so but there's no place that you if you had to get one do you think you would go to if I had to get one, I'd go to where the Orthodox Jews live. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I would just go to where, yeah, I'd go to where my mother would go to get, like, Chinese food. Okay. Or, kosher yeah. Chinese food. Of course. Yes, kosher Chinese food. Well, yes. yeah, you can't. 
Um, the ones with veal are the best, I must say. I'm sorry for everybody who's offended by that. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, I would go to um, where my mother would go, yeah, to like her her kosher butcher mm-hmm. or whatever. That is where you get some good challah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it is thick. We have, um, I love challah. I don't like stuff in it. I don't, I like oh, to be plain no, challah. Definitely plain. The, the most I'll do is sesame seeds and I really don't like that either. So, um, it, it, yeah, I like. I'm it. not a fan of sesame seeds. Yeah, it's like at all. It's Sorry, McDonald's. Also, please take it off the bun. It I, is um, not cute. They, they, this thing happened, and they, I wanted to ask you about it. Josh was telling me the other day he played. He was listening to his radio. He listens to this podcast. Essentially, it's it's a radio station in Philadelphia that they record, and then of course you you can listen to the episodes later mm-hmm. on. And they were talking about this woman. And who was with her husband, he had a fish, a prized fish that he had been keeping, I don't know for how long. And he wasn't taking care of it. So the wife kept telling him he needs to clean the tank. And so one day he came home and she had killed and cooked the fish. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I was like, (laughs) I just thought that was a little, I was like, that's okay. It was his pet, I guess. It was his prized pet. Mm -hmm. That's, of course, worse than giving it away. And then you think of it in the terms of like the hierarchy of pets, fish is fish are very low. Did down he down. eat it? I don't know. <laughs> because that's cruel. Also, too, like did she? Yeah, did she serve it to him? He did not know. Did she eat it? Because how could you do that to someone? I, I wonder what kind of fish it was. <laughs> I have no idea what type of fish it was, but I do know I did not have my mic on the whole time. <laughs> so <laughs> I was no, like, I what? Hope that audio matches up. <laughs> I was like, well, why is my mic sitting there? <laughs> and for a second, too, it's funny how quickly your brain works. I don't have my mic on. Hold up. Now, is there another mic right there sitting there I didn't know about? That's how my brain works. I'm like, there's another mic this whole time. Oh, man. So just for anybody listening, so if you've seen like photos on our uh, Black Hipster podcast, you probably see us with our mic stands and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, a while back, we graduated, or I don't know if it was a, a demotion or a graduation, but uh, uh, we use uh, the lobs now mm-hmm. because it's just, we, we speak with our hands. Exactly. And um, we're often drinking wine, mm-hmm. so it makes it easier to just have the mic attached to our bodies yeah. and to speak into a microphone. Exactly. So exactly. <laughs> well, it was picking up sound. So that it was, but <laughs> that is a testament to how loudly we speak. Oh I did God. not even I realize. Know, like really loud, because I, I when we're looking at the program. I see the audio mine like going is up. Yeah. Like a solid. Block. Yeah, mine is a little bit lower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, but my question was back to the back thing. To would the you fish. back to the fish? What do you feel like? Would you? What do you? What would you tell homegirl? What do you feel about that? Oh, she was dead wrong. <laughs> I mean, and I can understand the frustration of your husband thinks he's gonna have this thing, this live thing, and not take care of it because let's be real. A lot of times, husbands be like, eh, whatever, and they feel like you'll pick up the slack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of men could be like that, um, no. and it's like, no, I'm not taking care of your fish. So I feel her on Take that, your but <laughs> she should have just told him, like, if you don't, listen, I don't know if this is better, but I would have been like, if you do not clean this tank and take care of this fish, one day you are going to come home and I will have cooked it. <laughs> I will kill it and cook it. And then that way, when I do it, he knows I wasn't full of shit. 
Like, if you want to call my bluff, call my bluff, but it's only going to hurt you. So if you want this fish, you better do what you need to do. I, I think, I, like I said, I, I don't, I didn't listen, I listened to some of the podcasts that Josh was playing. So, like you said, what type of fish it was. And I keep thinking, yeah, because he said, they said prize fish. I think he had had for a while. So, my thing is, also, it's a little weird to think that there's something that you're keeping and that you're feeding and then you eat it. It's something that's anything that's living in your home, kind of like a pet. Because fish are like, you know, they're the easiest pets. No, right. actually, but yeah. They, they're low maintenance in a sense. Right, they weren't keeping it to grow it to eat exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. She should have given that shit away. But a fish is not a companion. So no. It's kind of a weird pet at the end of the day. Yeah, it's like it's you like just look at it. If you're keeping a fish, you should just be keeping it to grow it and eat it. Exactly, yeah. It's like you, what do you they don't do tricks for you. They just, it's they look, cool. sometimes they look pretty and then they taste get dirty. You have to like make sure you Ugh. replace the filter and then they die. Anyway, we don't know. I'll take a goat as a pet over a fish. A goat? Yeah. Well, That's the same. Like we could do some goat yoga and like, you know, it'll run around and entertain you. They're cute. You know, you goats are so weird to me. Like, I don't know. It's things you could do with a goat. You can't do nothing with a fish. <laughs> His goats are so weird. I saw Usher, his 43rd birthday was recently, I think. So one of the websites was saying, happy birthday, Usher. So they were showing him running. And I was like, those are some weird looking dogs. Oh, those are goats. Those are goats. He's running with two little miniature goats. You can do things with a goat. Who's running? Listen. And was that Usher trying to say he was the goat? Possibly. He has a cute sneakers on. Because he is. Usher is the goat. Is there? You no, know, he is pretty amazing. We talked really about that. I really want to see him in Vegas. We should go see him. Well, would I like to see Usher in Vegas? Yes, I go to Vegas. I was too. trying to take the booth for his birthday, but they didn't have any dates what for that time. Oh, okay. So it's not okay. just like he performs every day. You That's, know? True. Um, That's true. And I think when the show resumes, was like back in December, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I don't go to Vegas too close to New Year's. That is not the time you want to go to Vegas. Is this our girls' trip going to Vegas no, to see no, Usher? No, sir. <laughs> Actually, if there was going to be one, that might make the most sense. Everyone likes Usher. And also, to a casino is a controlled environment. Exactly. So it's just like, listen, if I don't want to go do stuff with y'all, I can stay in a casino and be entertained. Mm-hmm. You know what? You might be on to something. Yeah, Vegas, I go. Something. It's beautiful, but out. Have you been to Vegas? Yes. It's. I know that there are things to do. Did like, you go on beautiful. to... Well, I mean, like the state, Arizona. Yes, and and I know that. Is this the place that you went when you went the helicopter? No, that was Arizona. Okay, okay. Uh, Yes, yes, yeah. That was Arizona. I was about to say it's beautiful, Vegas. Other places in Arizona, and I'm like, no, Vegas is in Las Vegas. Vegas. I mean, Nevada. Nevada. Yes, yes, yes. definitely. Mm -hmm. It's close, but close. Yeah. Um, No, you know what? You might be onto something about this girl's trip. We're gonna make it happen. Come back to me. Let me know. Yeah. I just think it's hilarious, though. I think we hit, like, three or four topics just at the <laughs> very top of the show. Okay. We haven't even, we haven't even, even closed our topic at hand, which is the gays in hip-hop. The gays in hip-hop. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, ma'am. So, let's start it off with our boy Kid Ken making history. How old is he? He's is this 18. rapper? Yeah, he's young. He is super young. Very, very young. Um, very cute. Yes. But he did the BET um, Hip Hop Awards Cypher. And he did an amazing job. They was like, he killed it. He did. He killed it. Um, you know, he he spit a dope-ass verse. My favorite part was he's like, hella gay. And then he says, I stay on the top of staying on your <laughs> Um, How he ends his verse. 
He's from Chicago, south yeah. side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and apparently, like, has a big following. Uh, yeah, in his he community. Has, he has had one since he was, like, uh, a preteen. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I saw something where he he was talking about who he's influenced by, and Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Yeah, Nicki Minaj. His name was inspired. Yes, by, yes, because she's she, Barbie, so he wants to be Ken. Be Ken. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And I saw, like, a clip of him, like, as some, he seems like he was performing, like, in the gym, and the crowd was going crazy mm-hmm. for him. And, you know, that's really cool that, I mean, this rapper, this guy, I don't know his real name, but he's young, but he plays, um, I mean, he's flamboyant. He's obviously very, like, he has a feminine, he wears makeup, he colors his hair. Blue hair. Yes, I don't know if he does the nails. I don't think he does the nails. Uh, I think he did. I think he definitely, oh, he definitely does the nails. Yeah, he definitely does the nails. He got tips. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. His photo on Blackity. Face done. Makeup made up. So. He got rhinestones on the tips. Oh, really? Oh, nails done. Face beat <laughs> with the sharp line. Yes. I mean, that looked like that Beijing. It does. That's what I was thinking. I was like, what is <laughs> that? Like that hair helmet. Yes, I was like, what is that with his it's hair? so sharp. It, it almost looks um, airbrushed on. Like everything looks airbrushed on. Them brows are perfect. Yes. And oh, beautiful eyes. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful shape. eyes. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful eyes. Cute. Yeah, he he's is cute. Cutie. And I'm like, you go ahead. And I saw he had posted like pictures of him with little Nas X and some other people. And I wonder if, you know, there's a collaboration there. Sorry, my nose is running again. <laughs> but oh, uh, yeah, this is you and the allergies. Is it running before we start? Um <laughs> the podcast, but it's like as soon as we as soon as we start, start I feel it like coming on. It's like, yeah, he's recording. Let's yes, go. let's get him. But uh, uh, back to uh, our boy Kid Ken, he did a great job. The one thing that's so funny to me though is like the fact that it's like he's making history. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Isn't that a little sad? Like in twenty twenty one that. It's still history making. Yeah. Just for him to be a part of the damn thing. Uh huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, he won this thing or he won that thing. It was like he was just allowed to participate yeah. Yeah. in this thing. Mm-hmm. And he made history doing that. I'm like, damn, that's yeah. pretty fucking sad. It is. It <laughs> is. And I'm glad that it's, you know, we talked about, we, we talked about, you know, the gay homophobia and hip hop before and stuff. And you see, I was changing. I mean, it's, it's about an influence of the kids now who are the ones who are going to be listening, taking over and changing and helping the music evolve. Mm-hmm. And they're a bit more open than, um, than generations before. And I'm wondering, you know that people are going to go, you know that the rappers who win the 90s and the 80s are going to have something to say about this. Some of them, of course, because they're older and they've grown and they have their own children. They'll be fine with it. I think they'll be fine with it and they'll have no problem with it. But there still will be rappers, I think, who will obviously say something about it and go against it. Because they go hard at Nas X. They're coming for um, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's child. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They, they, they clearly are. You're coming mm-hmm. for a 13-year-old. They stay yeah. with something. Yeah. So, yeah, you already know that. They, they, mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are like... I think some, one, one of the things was like, let kids be kids. Why, why we have to put sexuality out there in front of them? Or something that they said. It was, I, I wish I had the exact quote about basically kids should stay kids and I don't want my kids to be forced to see sexuality or something. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, and I'm like, how was a gay rapper in any way like influencing? It's it just like they feel like that having a gay rapper is going to like sway their kids to be gay. That's what it is. Which is stupid though because you... 
rappers have always talked about sex. Always talked about and sex. you didn't have any issue. So, oh, I don't want my kids listening to whatever because it's sexual. Yeah. Then have your kids not listen to it, but don't let it be because of the person. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, orientation. Orient- right. It's mm-hmm. just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's what that is. Because, like, no, you can have him listen. Yeah, like, exactly. You can have him listen to any rapper who's talking about sex or anything else that most people feel like a child should not be listening to at a certain age. Right. That's but, uh, new yeah. Like a rapper who's saying it is gay or straight. Exactly. It's like, well, maybe they're too small and they shouldn't be, they don't understand this fully. So, since their music. They rap music that's about sex anyway and yeah. they feel like that's the case. At all. But, but I'm, yeah. Regardless of, yeah. you know, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. That's his business. What's funny to me is if you feel like a rapper being gay is going to sway your child into being gay, then I'm like, more power to your child. <laughs> now, honestly, I, because at the end of the day, it's not about whether or not your child's going to end up being gay because this rapper was gay and they looked up to them or they, they listened to them. It's about your child being like, oh, I could actually explore this thing. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Because if that was the pool, that was the pool. Exactly. Way. But exactly. maybe it's the seeing it in front of them makes them feel less ashamed about it. The rapper didn't make your child gay. We all know that. Oh, yes. we should at this point. We if we're should. intelligent adults, we should know that by mm-hmm. now. That this rapper being gay didn't make your child gay. Yeah. But perhaps this rapper being gay was just representation. Yes. And that your gay child felt mm-hmm. like they could actually go and be who they are. Exactly. Then more power to your child and that rapper. I love to see it, mm-hmm. but listen. It's stupid. <laughs> and it's, it's you know, going along with the gay rapper stuff, which we talked about, though, but it's like the, the, the fact that you can see they're okay with just the gender standards that we set up in our society. A woman can be showing her body. She can be very effeminate and, you know, she has her makeup and her hair. She can be snapping and talking like that. It's just very sexual. And a man has to be sexual in a certain way. Where you have this gay man who's much more effeminate, who's doing the same things that you would see other women doing, then it's a problem because I feel like people think, it's confusing to them. You know, it's confusing. Well, because it's, it's, genderized. It's, it's, it's genderized. Yeah, then it's just like, oh my gosh. This man shouldn't be here acting like that. I don't want my kids to see that. But I'm like, you was okay with the boy doing whatever he was, the straight man, you know, like we were just talking, like you were just saying. So I think that's when I think people feel more comfortable. The same things that a woman does, they don't want to see a man doing. They don't want to see the man do it. And then they get uncomfortable. Because I think, yeah, it, it makes people feel like, how am I to receive this? They aren't sure where to place that person. They aren't sure how to feel. And God forbid that they're even slightly attracted to it or turned on about it. Then it's just like they're questioning themselves and all. It's just well, like, that's really? usually when they hate it the most. Yes. When they're so intrigued, they can't look mm-hmm. away. But it's funny what you said about the, you know, the women get to do that thing. And I... Never get even looked right. Yeah. I've never even looked at it as like the women get to be sexual. It's like the women only yeah. get to be sexual. It's like the women are forced in a lot of ways into only being able to uh, lead with their sex mm-hmm. because when you've had women try to come out as rappers not pushing sex, they don't get the play. They yeah. don't get the popularity. They mm-hmm. don't get the sponsorships. They don't. Yeah. So it's like the women get forced into that box too. And it's sad that we're so hung up on how things used to be that we don't like it when it's something new that we can't see that the way things used to be was fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like it's like, okay, so we don't want gay male rappers for this reason and that reason, but 
the way it was, it was like misogyny mm-hmm. and sexism and a lot of other terrible shit. Mm-hmm. So we would prefer that these male rappers just continue in that vein. Yes. Well, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you need to check yourself. You so worried about him being a gay rapper. Why? Mm-hmm. But why? Yeah. And that's the problem is when you ask people the but why. They never really have a solid answer mm-hmm. to stand on. It's just about how they feel, mm-hmm. and that's enough for them. Mm-hmm. And I get that, right? Nobody likes you might not be able to identify why you feel a way about something. You just know it makes you feel this way. But I'm like, well, I can tell you why you feel that way because you're a homophobe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it, it really is. They. Ooh, oh, now I'm trying to remember. Did you hear about that rapper? I mean, let me try to look it up. Who... His new album cover leaked, and it was black women like dancing, like a cartoon, cartoon version of like black women and things dancing on um, dancing in the illustration. And then a lot of people, he got a lot of pushback because people were like, "How dare you represent black women this way?" You know, black women have dealt. This is you know we dealt with a lot of shit. Blah 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 blah. It's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And then one of the a, another rapper who it might have been. One of the ones who's been in the news going against Little Nas X, the Boost, I forget his name, him and a couple other people. Yeah, they were like, they were like, why can, um, why can Little Nas X basically like sit out and 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 put his gayness on the stage, but so and so can't have this mural or whatever as, as his album color? And it was just bringing in to my mind a lot of the things that are different, like. Little Nas X is doing something that's personal. Like, he's showing who he is. He's being his, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, authentic self. Whereas a black man driving around with a mural on his car, having an album cover which depicts black women a certain way, can be harmful. And harmful in the sense of, like, it perpetuates this um, sort of inequalities, this dynamic where women are preyed upon. Black women in particular and are preyed objects. upon. And objects. So it's different because Little Nas... Not just, I mean, everyone has can be questioned about their ethics and morals and what they're doing and what they're selling to the public. You know, if, the, if you're selling sex and drugs. But that's and all, not what the issue is. That's, that's not what the issue is. That's not the issue with yeah. Lil X. And that's where their argument is always going to fall apart. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't say it has anything to do with sex when you yourself talk about sex all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so let me stop you there. It's like, so we know it's not about that. It's yeah. about who the sex is with and that's the issue. Little Nas X is talking about his own sexuality. That is his business. Yes. But what when you're making women the object, you're not the you're not the focus. Yes. If you're not talking about your own shit, then you should understand why the the, the people who have become the object would have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's really fucking simple. It, re- I, it I really just, is. It is it is no way even it doesn't even come close to like sixth grade math. <laughs> and in, in in terms of how simple it is. So there's no argument to be made there for all these rappers and people who have an issue with Lil Nas X being gay. Yeah. If that's his business. Yeah, that's his business. Because he's not talking about you being gay. Mm -hmm. He's talking about him being gay. Exactly. Why are you so mad? I know why you're mad. Because either you are gay (laughs) and you don't want nobody Uh talking about you being gay, which they haven't. Yes. Like, or... You're just so stuck in in your homophobic mindset that you can't even just see it as letting this man just be who he is. Yeah. And it's not even coming close to penetrating. <laughs> I was, Good choice of words. I, I really wasn't trying to be funny there. Penetrating. It doesn't even come to penetrating your world. Yes. It's so far from you. I agree. That you should not even have a stake in this. Um, 
it, it, you know, it, um, it was Meek Mill. It was Meek Mill who had the album cover. Your favorite, one of your favorite rappers. I don't have an issue with Meek Mill. I don't. I, I just feel like I've been off rap for a little bit. Um, yeah, like I still like rap music, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Things are like whatever for me at this point. Um, is it this expensive pain? I, I don't know if that's the exact cover. Maybe that's the exact cover. Yeah, something, an album color with that the, he just came out. With the black out. women with the bootings yes, and the Which was created by a woman. Mm-hmm. Which was created by a, a that, black woman. That still doesn't make it not offensive to other black women. So that's one of the things that we need to get past, right? It's just like, oh, well, that's who made the thing. It's just like, and it still upset other people. Yeah, yeah. And that just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's very true, and I, I feel like that is always interesting. I mean, we're not going to touch on touch on this too much, but, you know, all the shit that's going on with Dave Chappelle and oh, um, the scent, you I, know. I, I think I was very adamant that I was like, I do not want to <laughs> yes, talk about it. I said, yeah, but, it, you know, that kind of goes hand in hand where, the, you know, just touching on it a bit about the trans woman and how he, I think apparently, because I haven't watched the special and I've I read some it. articles but I said, I don't even want to. I just said, I don't even feel like getting into it. I was going to, and then there's all this shit. And I'm like, ah, I just don't know if I'm ready for it at this moment to even go there. Because I, you know, I like him. But anyway, so, um, and people make mistakes. Doesn't mean blah, 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 blah. But um, yeah, he put out there that there was this trans woman who I guess he has a connection with. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she's a person of color, this trans woman. I think, he doesn't yeah. specify, but I don't think I so. think someone did some research and I, what, I from what I heard. So. Yes. And um, people are like, so the fuck what? If he has this this relationship with a tra- yeah, this one trans friend, and you know, it, it made me think about. I'm not sure exactly what was said or exactly the relationship, but there's all this stuff you've mentioned, the good term like kitchen table talk and things that you might speak about with your friends and you might say amongst company that you trust behind closed doors and you have to be very careful what you say in the public eye and what you put out there right. because. That can be harmful for to you and to other people, and I feel like all these rappers going around with this little Nas X thing. Well, that comes from a they different place. They feel right, and yes. they feel very strongly about it, yes. and they feel like people should know that they feel that way. Yes, it's not the same. And kitchen table talk too. I want to be very clear. Kitchen table talk for me is not just about oh, you get to say oh anything. Thing. Yes, it's yes. not about saying offensive things. Um, in the privacy of your circles, it's about the fact that like there are a lot of offensive things out there about different groups of people. But we like when you have friends within those groups of people, you might joke with each other and exactly. say those things, and you understand that it's a joke. Yes, right. Or you say certain things like you know we'll be on a text thread yeah. with certain friends mm-hmm. um, of different races, yeah. and we say foul shit to each yeah, other we about do. each other's race. Yes, yes, you know and. It's funny to us because we're all friends yeah, we, and we understand the dynamic and exactly. we've been through things together. Exactly. So we understand that this isn't coming from any place of hate or um, bias. Yes. Um, none of that. Yes. So, you know, it, it's things that you can say in the privacy of that kitchen table when it's a joke amongst friends mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And there's an understanding amongst y'all that there that none of that none of those external factors really exist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you get into the public eye or you just 
in a, a, a mixed group, mm-hmm. you not only should you not say those things, but those things shouldn't even be top of mind be, if that's not really how you feel. Yes. Yes. You I know? see what you're saying. Do you, do you mean that sometimes people say things and they don't take it as seriously as it is? Like, it's kind of like, like you're joking with your friend and you say things and you know it's, it's just a joke. But it's just like if you're really saying that and you're putting it out there, it can be perceived a certain way and picked up a certain way. Is that what you mean? No, I'm saying when you do that with your friends and it's a joke, it was like it was very poignantly mm-hmm. a joke. You mm-hmm. know, you were making a point of making that joke to your friends. Yeah, exactly. That, like offensive thing. Mm-hmm. Thing. You know, versus like, you know, you get caught on the microphone thinking that the mic was off, you know, <laughs> saying a bunch, using a bunch of slurs yes. against a group of people. And it's just like, that's that different. shouldn't be a part of your vocabulary. I agree. That's not something you normally do. Yeah. So that goes to show that that's just what you do. Yeah. That's how you feel. And yeah. That's a part of you. And it's fucked up. So you can't be mad when people are calling for your head, mm-hmm. knowing good and well that that's something you do and say all the time. It's very different. From when you're doing it with friends mm-hmm. and you're being, you're, you're purposefully being silly and yes. being stupid and saying this very silly, stupid, offensive thing mm-hmm. to get a laugh. Yes. Yes. Very, very different. And I think that with comedians, it can be different in that mm-hmm. regard because it's like comedians do tap into that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying we, we give them a pass or we should give them a pass, but I understand yes. that it's like they do also do it as a part of their profession. It's not always coming from this place of, I feel this way. Mm-hmm. It's coming from a place of, I know that this is going to get a reaction. Exactly. And this is this thing is happening. I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to try to make it funny. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be somebody who doesn't find it funny. Always. I watched the Chappelle show, um, mm-hmm. special and there was definitely these two white women in the audience. Mm-hmm. Um they were not laughing at most <laughs> of the jokes. They were not here for it. Um, so, you know, I get it. I understand. But I I, I don't want to really get into the Chappelle stuff because I think it is very, it is multi-layered. Yeah, I haven't. We wouldn't even have enough time in, in, in one or two podcasts yeah. to really touch on it and, and really go deep into what's really happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to go there. But No, we, not. we shouldn't. Again, it's like the, this idea of like kitchen table talk. That's not what these rappers are doing. Yeah. That's not what these folks are being very intentional mm-hmm. about wanting to put it out there to the world that they think this thing is abominable and disgusting. Yeah. I love little Nas X's sorry, not sorry approach to it where he's mm-hmm. just kind of like, I'm really going to blow this thing out. Mm-hmm. Like, And then his pants ripped on the SNL performance, yeah. which it was just like, it couldn't have been any better. And of course <laughs> for him, that was... It wasn't great for him, but mm-hmm. a, a, some, a small part of me wishes that he would have just Super Bowl that shit and just let it out. <laughs> and it would have been like, it really was a wardrobe malfunction. Yes, exactly. But I couldn't just hold my pants. Mm-hmm. My dick too big. Like, I wish he would have just been like that about it. And I don't know if that's the truth, but I, just, I wish he would have just been like, look, it couldn't be contained. It's yes. about it. It was just going to whip out. But, uh, you know, you really don't want to follow the footsteps of the Super Bowl because we see what happened to a exactly. black person's career after that. Exactly. So, and this is on SNL, so this he money, yeah. really couldn't no, go no, there no. with it. But, um, you know, he held his pants and he continued the performance. Probably could go there more on SNL since it's going so, oh, so late. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think it would not be as big of a deal as, like, the Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh, like, yeah, with families. Millions of people watching. Yeah. But <laughs> like, all of America watching. Um, it's, 
it's interesting though. And you know what what you what you what you were talking about, and thank you for clarifying exactly what kitchen table talk is also. And um, going back to those rappers, which you were like, they are very intentional about what they're saying. It comes from them when they talk about it. You can hear the homophobia, but also the hate, which is homophobia. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, oh, yeah, you have such a problem with this person existing on their own, not set, not any way affecting you, that you kind of want. You don't recognize that. I think a part of sometimes when people say things is that, okay, well, you probably didn't mean to say that or you didn't mean to say it in that way, but you also have to take responsibility for once you put that bomb out there and, yeah, it was funny, other people are not going to interpret that the other way. What you say could potentially put people's lives in danger. Mm -hmm. You know, people, gay people are attacked. You know, women are attacked. That could, have, that could be a result of that. You need to own that and take some responsibility for that and make sure that you also call awareness out to that. Whereas with the rappers and stuff, they, it almost, to me, it seems like if Little Nas X, if someone beat up Little Nas X, or someone just like killed him or assaulted him in any way, they wouldn't have any no, problem they'd with be it. Like, well, they'd be like, that's what he had. Yeah, you, you exactly. Know the consequences of being who you are. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, it's just like, no, yeah, like stone him, like crucify this man for what he's done. He's out there spreading this ill. That's what it sounds like to me when they talk about it. And I'm like, they're hating, like, so much for no reason because like you said no one's going to influence your children to be gay or they just don't think it's it's just coming from such a, a horrible dangerous place when they talk about it you can see it well that's why i'm just like homophobia is just not can we just find a new term or something because you know phobia is a fear of something mm -hmm. and it's not a fear it's not a fear of of gay people it's not yeah. a fear of of the their lifestyle and i'm just like it's such a weak term mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that's not phobia that's coming from people that hatred is hate, yeah. that, that like that is it's something it's beyond rank like whatever is in these people's spirit mm -hmm. um because i grew up in it even yeah. to speak to mm -hmm. The and whole so like comedians get assaulted, and I see, you know I understand like, how why that's dangerous. I understand why people are like, mm -hmm. no, 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 we can't. And I'm like, that's just not let that because you know we all fear. love to joke, and it's obviously, like all it's these harsh things are, poisonous. you know, mm -hmm. easy way to swallow mm -hmm. when you can laugh about them. But yes, when it's someone not of your of that community making the jokes, and mm -hmm. the joke is on that community, right? It's not on behalf of that community that's part of it. And then it becomes an issue of, well, when that community talks about these things, it's funny to everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, no, no, this is a real thing that's mm -hmm. happening. Like, you know, if you're talking about trans women being murdered and you saw some comedian making jokes about it and you think it's funny mm -hmm. when it's like, no, no, trans women are really being murdered. Yeah. and This isn't funny. Mm -hmm. People can't remove that themselves mm -hmm. from that. And they don't take it as seriously. Yeah. And it's just like that. I can see that being a danger in we laugh about these things. So that's why I'm just like, look, I can understand trans people feeling some kind of way because Dave Chappelle's not trans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so when Dave Chappelle makes jokes about like racism, it's mm -hmm. very different. It's very different. Very different. Mm -hmm. It's the same where like I can understand women being offended when male rappers make very sexist jokes, when they make jokes about rape, mm -hmm. and they make jokes where every line when they talk about a woman is bitch this, mm -hmm. bitch that. Yeah. Um, I can understand women being offended. And I'm like, you're free to feel how you feel about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you can't, yeah. 
I, I, I can understand why people feel some kind of way, and it goes back to the same with the rappers. Um, there's a, a rapper on, we gotta get into love, uh-huh. what is it? Um, Marriage Boot Camp Hip Hop Edition on TV. <laughs> oh, yes, I watch everything. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just about. Um, and <laughs> on the Hip Hop Edition, it's um, this rapper, Sir Brock, um, mm-hmm. his real name is Miles. He was on Love and Hip Hop LA. Yes. He was in a relationship with this um, other rapper, this guy, um, Milan, 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 yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of how he came out to the world on Love and Hip Hop LA. Yes. The gotcha gotcha is that Miles is in a relationship with this woman, Amber, and he's been with Amber since they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't know. So she Miles didn't is know like that he was on this relationship behind the scenes. He's talking to us as the, the audience about mm-hmm. this whole thing, and she is none the wiser. Wow. So she finds out mm-hmm. when all of this comes out. Of you course. Know? Yeah. I, it was seasons back, so I don't remember if he came out to her on the show. I feel like he did, and she blew up. But now they're on this show. It's years later. They're on this show working on their relationship. Hold on. So they're not married. You're not married. You don't married. have to. Okay, okay. They're not married. Um, but they're together still. Mm-hmm. And he basically, I guess, gave her the whole... That was a phase. That's that's you know I'm past that. It's mm-hmm. behind me. I just want to be with you. I'm not gay, but it's very confusing because mm-hmm. then he'll he's speaking at different times on the show. And there's only been one episode so mm-hmm. far, or we've only watched one so far, and he's talking about you know just the how the hip hop community treats gay rappers and the stand the third. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. He he. The way he speaks is as if he's speaking about himself, mm-hmm. and that he's part of the gay community. It's very confusing. I can confusing. understand why she's confused, but she's confused to the point that she's just getting drunk and being violent. Like she's like <laughs> oh, she's, putting hands on him. Like it's bad. Oh, These wow. people clearly do not need to be together. That sounds toxic for several reasons. Well, it just it it seems to me, and I'm not even trying to be funny. Like. She possibly has mental health issues that she mm. needs to address. Mm-hmm. Um, and just go to therapy, period, for just all the trauma and the stuff that's happened in her it life. It helps. And he also needs to go to therapy and figure out his own shit. Yes. They need not be in this relationship. But I, I don't even know if at this point he's saying he's bisexual. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would probably bring a little clarity to the situation. Yeah, it sounds then, like it. Right. And then she can just say, okay... You're bisexual, and I don't even think it's a matter of do I want to be with you because you're bisexual. It should be more like do I want to be with you because you cheated on me for fucking forever with some dude, yes. <laughs> like with, yes. with this guy. Yes, like you've been I cheating agree. on me exactly. and like living this double I didn't life, know. Yeah. lying all the time. Like that should be more than issue. It more than issue, and then I can't imagine that. Listen, and even just bring bringing another layer of just people don't use. It's like if you've been messing with this guy off. Just without me knowing for a long time, were you using protection? Were they using protection? Those are shit things you have to think about. Mm-hmm. Like if you encounter you in a relationship with someone, you feel like they've been leading a double life. So hold up. I know we've all dogging. Were y'all doing that? Oh, like I'm just saying, you think about after a while relationships, that's when my brain goes immediately. You you stop certain people, stop using certain things. Well, also too, I guess we would consider him having been down low. Right. Yes. And we know, like statistically, that down low men do not use protection because it's this idea of like the moment you stop to put a condom on, yeah. you are acknowledging that you're going to do this. Uh huh. Versus 
you know, you can just be like, well, it just happened. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and not saying that anybody had, he could have got something from her. Not saying anything, but I think it just, it puts you at risk. Where that's by always, you know, that's my thing, especially in a long term relationship. You get comfortable with people, you know, it's, it's just that you, tr- their trust builds up, trust, <laughs> trust builds up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you come to this resolution, like, resolution. Resolution. <laughs> you, you just combine resolution and revelation. Yeah, you know, that you're gonna you know be one with each other in a certain you're just gonna go Well every that. and just with any cheating, period. Yes. Right? It's yeah. just now I don't know what you've been really doing. You've been lying, you've been cheating. Yeah. So there's always the possibility that you were not using protection, you weren't being smart about the decisions you were making on that side. Mm-hmm. So you put me at risk. Um, yeah, that's it's just shit. an interesting something that's, that's going on and he's anyway. talking about you know homosexuality and the hip hop community on as he's on the show so I'm very interested to see I want to see where this goes where this goes yeah I'm very interested to see um, how much further this gets and then um, it's funny Love and Hip Hop LA has the biggest presence mm-hmm. of this uh, of um, homosexuality in the hip hop community. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were looking at it. Um, Zell Swag. Who? Oh, that was L.A. I was thinking it was Atlanta, L- Miami. Zell Swag is L.A. Okay, Zell L.A. Swag is L.A. Um, is Bobby Light? Are he in Bobby Miami? Bobby Light is Miami. Mm-hmm. Yes, and everybody's always like Bobby's super talented. Mm-hmm. Um, legit, like Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy is like y'all could try to treat him some kind of way, feel some kind of way because he's gay, but he's a good rapper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like Bobby's talented. Say what you will. But then we also have Jay Will. Candy. Oh, yes, yes. And uh-huh. Jay Will is basically, his alter ego is Candy. Mm-hmm. Candy's popular. She, she got followers. She yeah. got fans. But Jay Will is like, but I'm a good rapper. Just as Jay Will, I would like to be taken seriously. And they're like, mm-hmm, sure, where's Candy? He's getting that kind of, wow. of, wow. of feedback and a reaction. It's so interesting. That is very interesting. Even, um, what's his name? Oh What's my god, he's one of the main characters on Love Hip Hop LA. I'm like main character. Is he I another characters? Right? Is he another um, another gay person? No, not at all. But he's gotten a lot of flack because he, um, you know, he paints his nails and. Oh, is it the one who's married to that girl? That's not him. He's married a, a lyric, lyric. Lyrica. Yes, Lyrica. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like having. I know you're talking about. They have a baby together. They definitely have a baby together. But I'm having a serious brain fog moment right now because he's just like one of the main people on the show. I am having huge brain fog right now. It is. It's funny too, as you find in his name, how the painting, the nails, and you know that has the white rockers have been doing that for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all news. And, you know, the only black person who was really doing that in the public a lot was, like, Dennis Rodman. And, you know, people are like, he's crazy. You know, he's a cross-dresser. You know, blah, 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 blah. And now, a lot of the rappers now paint their nails. And, you know, yeah. they wear bags. And, you know, they do all these things. It's, it's, it's shifting. And that is interesting to see how that's changing. Because is he, is the guy that you're looking for? A1. A1. Yeah. Is he a rapper? He is a performer? producer, okay, okay. and so he's worked with people like Ty Dolla Sign, who also paints the nails, yeah. you know, twists up his hair, um, and 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 kind of gets that pushback too a mm-hmm. little bit. He does. 
Um, so he's worked with people like that, and I, they're they're very similar. Like mm-hmm. A one is like very much like that, like Ty Dolla Sign sort of yeah, like bunch that that crew. Uh-huh. I remember one of the beauty editors at Essence doing a story about Ty Dolla Sign's uh, Manny Petty. It was uh-huh. like orange and whatever. And he posted on his Instagram, and people were coming for him. And it was just like, really? This yeah. man can't just paint his nails. Paint his nails. Really? Paint his nails. Yeah. He likes orange. Yeah. So what? <laughs> As I see here with my orange nails. Yeah. He, it is, it, you know, it's really interesting because it's, it's just, you, my thing is only going to, it's going to continue to change. Mm-hmm. So my, as you think about all these like young rappers who are coming up and I mean, I don't know most of them and I don't listen <laughs> to, to anything really, but it's like Drake ain't going to be the hot thing forever. You know, Kanye ain't going to be the hottest thing forever. Who else is real big? Like who's been on for a long time. Right. Those people are fading out. You know what I'm saying? It's just not, not to say, I don't even say it like that, but you know, everyone's not going to be on top it, forever. Everyone has point, their moment in the sun. That's right, normal. At some point they will retire. It is also a young person's game. Exactly. <laughs> really Jay-Z is. is not the Jay-Z that he wants. He's not making music in the same way that yeah, he once was. He was like, let me flip this. Listen, the same way you say, let me flip this drug money into music money. <laughs> You gonna flip that music like that. money into some entrepreneurs? Yes, which is wonderful. Yeah, which of is wonderful. You grow. The point is to level up. Yeah, you grow as an artist. It doesn't mean you still don't know what you do, but I can imagine that if you're any type of creative mm-hmm. person, you have lots of interests, and as you gain more resources and exposed to more things, you want different outlets to express that creativity. Absolutely. So it's the rap, okay. rap game is still a hustle. Exactly, and it still doesn't mean that you can't go back to that, but also. Things evolve, and there are different people coming up and 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 adding to that, like Little Nas X and and Kid Ken and Kid Ken. It's just let them be. Listen, I think it's wonderful. Let them be. There we go. That's pretty much where that lands, right? Because at the end of the day, that's all it is. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why are you mad? Why are you trying to shut the door on talent mm-hmm. because it just doesn't look like you or like the people that came before it? Mm-hmm. If, if we continue to just look like the ones that came before us, yeah, we would never grow. We would never be able to send anybody to the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's a good way of looking at it. Stop yeah. being mad. Mm-hmm. Tuck your little misogyny and your, your your phobias and your isms in. Yes. Be yes. quiet. Why don't mm-hmm. you actually just watch and listen? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you might actually be, be entertained. You might actually like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sit down. Be quiet. And let them gay rappers do what they do. What he said is a faggot party, and, you're, and you can't get in. Don't come for me, everybody, for using the F word, because I use it in the context of me quoting what this man said. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, at the end of the day, you know me. I love me some Todd McCall. Oh, yeah. And I think that he has some of the most clever lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fine. And blind. no one would ever give him his flowers mm-hmm. in... I mean, granted, he makes pop music. He's mm-hmm. not a rapper, but he raps a little bit. Yeah, His, yeah. He's pop genre, but he raps yeah. on a lot of those songs. But Very they would never give him his flowers mm-hmm. in, in, in those circles. Um, and he says, like, some very funny stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like... Um, He's like, beat face, limp wrist. <laughs> and he's like, I'm that bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> he, good. He's always so good. Yeah. I love him. Very clever. Very clever. Who catches a lot of flack from the black community. Yeah. Um, for, for being surrounded by white people. Yes. And yes. that's a whole nother episode a whole for a whole nother day. Mm-hmm. Him. Um, There's a lot of people. A few people. Look. 
we've even talked about just like some of the shit RuPaul gets, who's RuPaul in, in a way in a performer, like, yeah. performer, and not um, supporting the black community enough, and how what they should do, and right. Um, yeah. Ciao. All right. So I we done we went there. I wish we could just like elevate beyond. I, I like we're always talking about how we're not a monolith, and that's the great thing about it, right? Yes. But it's because we're not a monolith that. There's all this interfighting. <laughs> I, like I wish, I wish I people would have seen the other way you said that. Interfighting. Oh, like, my fingers. Yes, yes. The little, like, uh -huh. at each other. Well, because I'm just like, I wish we could put some of that stuff to the side. Yeah. And just be like, let me celebrate this other black person in their blackness. Yes. In them doing this thing that I don't know nothing about that. Exactly. I'm going to be very Easter Ray just rooting for everybody black. Exactly. Because they're black. Yes. Um, where there haven't been black people in this space before. Yeah, and then let that be the thing that helps us open up our minds to some other stuff within the black communities and say oh within this community of the black community we've never seen a gay person yes. do this okay well let me let me see what, what, what this is exactly okay, we, we've That's... never seen this this is different mm -hmm. it can be beautiful so it, can, it, it is wonderful I'm all for it I am all for it okay yeah well Wow. Uh, we'll wish and in the meantime we'll keep doing episodes of Black Hipster and we'll keep coming back with more black and gay stuff <laughs> um, and if you like this episode mm -hmm. of Black Hipster just make sure you subscribe, subscribe so you can get them straight to your phone every week we yes ma'am and also rate us five stars because you know we we love to be validated that what we're doing is either <laughs> really really good or so bad you can't stop listening exactly uh, <laughs> you can also follow us uh -huh. on instagram at black, black hipster podcast mm -hmm. uh you can follow me at the shallow evans you can follow me at standrick wiggins oh you can also email us i almost forgot that oh part. black hipster podcast at gmail.com boom mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. right in the meantime until next episode i'm about to go get me some wine because i haven't had any i haven't pour, i didn't pour any wine we were doing i didn't, I didn't think, think about it without any wine sand wine yeah probably felt like it <laughs> bye bye, bye.